0: Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a DD and d live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday at 8.30pm Eastern Standard Time, so if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash Security. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss.
1: Okay. Alright, so last we left off last week, all of you traveled back to Viseran's Tower where you provided all of the ingredients necessary for the Dark Heart, the uh, mystical, magical artifact that will summon all of the Dark Lords to you. So they can then battle each other out and uh, hopefully dwindle down until you can finally um, uh, fight whoever remains. So, as part of this plan, you all are on a quest to now find the Grimoire of uh, Gromph Bainry, and you know that you need to head into the Tower of Sorcerer here in Menzo And along the way, you are working to gather allies, but you find yourselves just spending a lot of time going uh, restaurant hopping. Uh, <laughs> you have an amazing time, win some prizes, uh, but eventually. Uh, you do run into somebody that escorts you over to House Stewarden, uh, which is where we're going to pick off, uh, pick up today. So let me actually take us back to the menzo and map. And I just want to double check that it, things are loading OK for Fenner right now. Yep, I can see the city. OK, awesome. All right. So, uh, oh, did not know you could do that with the, the clapping.
0: Yeah, we have a new soundboard.
1: Oh, whoa.
0: Oh, wonderful.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: man. Oh, I get to be the first one to experience this. <laughs> oh,
2: boy.
3: oh, boy. There's my fireball sound. <laughs>
2: Perfect. Oh man,
0: nice! <laughs> you can add sound too. I don't know. I guess I have to probably. find I won't do that anymore. That'll oh MP3s. Oh my gosh!
1: Oh, oh we've opened Pandora's box. Okay, <laughs> so back to the map. uh ADHD. Let's go right here. Uh, so you've traveled across the map, but we're dragged back over into the West Wall District. Um, back to How Stewarden, which you haven't been to before. Um, let me bring up a book so I can give you a description. And by book, I mean the digital version.
4: I don't suppose you have elevator music for that song.
1: Oh, actually, oh, okay. no. <laughs> I've been totally forgetting the music. So thank you for saying that because <laughs> I keep meaning to play it. And I, I like pre-pick out music for different things. I Then I totally forget it. <laughs> um, all right. This okay. is it. Dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <Right>. oh, now <laughs> <laughs> nah, you've done it.
1: Alright. This is this is our travel music for the moment. Nice. Okay. okay, so you were you were stopped by a drow named Krulin Hakar. And uh Krulin is a mercenary who works for this band, uh, this company called brigandareth I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but let me put that in the chat public. Um, all right. So let me go over to this location. One sec. All right. I'm going to move us over to the map that we were on last week. Okay. All right. Sorry. Just a sec. Okay. Here we go. Um, so you are, uh, brought to the entrance of this tower. We're going to say we're going backwards just slightly. And you, uh, view a drow house that is standing alone with its back against the west wall of this city's huge great vault and I, i think it's speaking of the cavern here when it's speaking of the great vault um its towers are dark its walls are crumbling and you can tell it's in desperate need of repair Uh, the, the, this old fortress has had the countenance of a haunted ruin, but here and there you see these signs of life. You spot a drow in black leather armor, standing guard in the shadows against these magical flames uh, that are dancing in the stone braziers that flank the entrance. And as you're led inside, uh, a pillared hall strewn, strewn with broken statuary looms all around you. Leaning against a cracked pillar is a drow with an eye patch and a wide-brimmed hat. A saber hangs from his hip, and he cuts a dashing figure. Well met, he says to all of you, and you all are brought over to the leader of this mercenary band, Jarlaxle. So, uh, Creelan, uh, steps back behind the mercenary leader and, uh, he steps forward to greet all of you. Well, I, uh, my spies have seen all of you walking in the city as of late. Um, I'm very curious as to what all of you are doing here. You, uh, seem to be a strange group and as, uh, good as your disguises are, we are masters of disguise. And so, um, sorry to say, we, we saw through what you were doing. So, uh, please tell me what it is you're doing here.
4: <clears throat> well, we're... Uh... You look so cool. <laughs> yes, uh, we've been restaurant hopping. Mm-hmm.
1: We've noticed. Uh, it seems you've won an inordinate amount of prizes.
4: Yes, all on the up and up, though. Our prizes are ours. mm mm-hmm okay
3: roger points a gopher he's a travel vlogger <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: got a very niche market you know lots of lots of followers but they're all just a, you know a very particular anyways i
1: i see how this is going look clearly all of you don't want to share information with me but uh i have very close ties to the greatest house in the city, House Bainry. Uh, And I would be willing to help you out here with uh, whatever it is that you're planning on doing, but I trade in secrets. And so I'm much more interested in what you might be up to more than anything. And if it has anything to do with all of the madness that we've been hearing about in the city... Well, we would definitely be interested in helping to stop
3: that. If you have ties to House Bainry, why are we hiding out in House Dewarden? Are you a spy? Like, really bad Soto Voce whisper to him.
4: (laughs) Victoria will turn to Roger and say, Edward, come on, he's not going to tell us.
3: (laughs) But he kind of just did?
4: That's a fair point, Edward.
1: Edward, I can tell from your glasses and mustache that you're a very astute one. Uh, yes, that's correct.
4: I forgot about that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and a miniskirt. <laughs> Don't forget the miniskirt, the oh, leather no. miniskirt.
4: Wait, I'm sorry, uh, Ed, Edwarda,
3: Edwina. Edwina, get it right,
4: Edwina. I'm so sorry, Edwina.
3: No, I put that's that the glasses and the mustache on uh, Vigorn.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, I thought you were wearing oh, this. That. Right.
2: Okay. No, Vigorn
3: no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the librarian. Uh, and, uh, Roger made himself look like female bugs.
4: Female sponge. bugs funny. That's right. Ah,
1: that's
5: right. Okay. I, was yeah. librarian. I, was, I thought Vigorn was going Groucho Marx. So
4: obviously, <laughs> yeah. I, I
3: was mistaken. It really doesn't matter.
4: <laughs> Our disguises are Roger somehow so... <laughs>
3: rolled a 29 on his disguise kit and slapped mm-hmm. some glasses and a mustache on him. Whatever you wanted to look like. <laughs>
1: Uh, the, uh what's his name, Jarlaxo looks at all of you Um just waiting silently.
3: We're all just arguing this in front of him. <laughs> 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 no, I'm now Edwina because I dressed up as a... Why don't why don't you take the
5: lead on this one, boss?
0: You want me to take the lead? <laughs> I,
5: I've been going with you being the leader since we stepped into this godforsaken city.
6: <laughs> uh, i am blending into the rock. In this uh, wooden brick place. Uh, all
0: right. Uh, uh, hello, I'm Vigorn. I come from the city. Uh, what, what, what do you wish to, to talk to us about? Well,
1: if you've come from the city, drow, then you should know that this company of mine is more powerful than all of the lesser houses combined. So, certainly, you don't need to take my help, but frankly, I I don't know if I certainly trust that this group uh, could help with the madness based on what I've seen so far. So, um, if that is all you have, you're welcome to be on your way, and... See how you fare in this city.
5: What you're telling me, sir, is that you normally judge a man by how he eats and and spends <laughs> his leisure time?
4: I mean, <laughs> so far, all you've offered is a tour of some house somewhere, so... Yeah, no, he doesn't pay me anything. ain't good for uh,
1: What I've offered is my ties to House Bainry, mm. which I think you are underestimating, who is in control of everything here. So, uh, there are many things I could help with you, but I need to know more about how I can help.
3: Apparently, House Mainry also controls house to work
4: Yeah, like it?
1: A- I, I would be willing to argue with
3: that. Uh, I mean, you're here openly declaring your, your allegiance, and yet we're standing on the other side of the city.
1: Well, we, we are... We have to have a secret hideout. I mean, we don't want it directly in the middle of the city.
6: Why do you need it to be that secret? Is,
3: that is that's a, heck out of a secret
6: hideout. I did not, I did not say that. <laughs>
1: it, it's cooler on the edge of the city. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if Batman put his Batcave right underneath Joker's lair? I mean, that's kind of awesome. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, let's do a quick poll though. Should we let uh? Jarl Axel, know in on our little pub crawl.
0: <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, so first, we went to this place,
4: uh, Oblivion, and uh, yeah, we got to do the poll first before we tell them. Is everyone on board?
6: <laughs> I need to know um, what Vigorn would think, because that's going to affect how I vote.
4: That's a fair point, Vigorn. What do you know about this one and House Banery and all that?
1: Vigorn, do you want to roll an insight check or a history check or anything like that? Uh,
4: Yes.
0: Um, uh, uh, Hopefully I will have it with advantage because uh, I have not read ahead or read all the details of this.
1: Uh, (laughs) Advantage for not knowing. No, I think it's fair to, to, to have advantage being from the city.
0: Uh, I mean, there's a chance. I, I mean, obviously, you know, there there's a chance that I might not know because, you know, there's people you know who come from a city who don't know basic facts about a city all, yeah, all the time. So. So,
6: yeah, I think it would be a tragedy in ruling to not give him some sort of major advantage right now. Well,
0: all right, so Madame so already said
4: advantage, so just roll okay. it, yeah. and then Madame yeah. can tell us what Vigorn recalls. Uh, it says uh, 29.
1: 29 and it was it what kind of role was that I, I'm not that saying it was a history set.
0: check and you know it didn't roll in uh role it, it rolled that's in good. roll 20 but it didn't make it over I, I just turned on D d beyond here so uh,
1: all good far, I'll, far I'll the, go the, with your 29 history yeah okay so um interesting that that's a pretty good role so I would say with a 29 history, you you definitely know in terms of the influence that uh, this company Brigandairth is is certainly powerful. Not as powerful as House Bainery. They are absolutely in control. Um, in fact, they control all three branches of the academy, which is uh, the Sorcerer Tower is part of that academy, which is the the destination that you're heading towards. Um, you have heard some rumors, however, Vigorn that there is a deeper tie between Jarlaxel and House Bainery, and it might even be blood related and thus affording this company uh, many of its privileges and power in the city
0: all right Bravo. I should with the rest of the party <laughs>
6: <laughs> well I'll, I'll go with your vote mm-hmm. whatever whatever B-Gorn decides.
0: decides
5: I'm happy to let you take the lead just as a general rule my general you know, uh, theory on life is it never hurts to have too many friends.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, w- would, uh, from this, from this conversation that we're having, uh, has, could, uh, we have an additional insight from, um, uh, Fenner, perhaps to, to back me up on the information that I've shared.
1: Sure. Yeah. And, and if anyone apart from Fenner as well, would like to roll an insight check, um, you can go ahead and do so.
5: Still showing game pause, so let's see what it's gonna show up for. So I'm showing 17. I rolled a 17 insight. Okay, I don't know why, but my, my screen still so I can see everything, it just says game pause, so I can't click my own character right now.
1: That's weird. I'll go ahead and pause it and then unpause it. Did that do anything? It did. Oh, nice. Uh, okay.
5: the game pause thing is, is gone now. Can I move my character? Yep, I, I'm all unlocked.
1: Nice, okay, weird, uh,
5: but yeah, I, re- I rolled a 17.
1: Okay. All right, so uh with your 17 Rogers 19 and Victoria's 15, he is difficult to read because, you know, he obviously is is not trying to be very open with his intentions or um his knowledge. But there is a sincerity to him, and especially when he was speaking about the madness in the city, you could see that there was fear in his eyes, and being a mercenary company, they, they care very much about the protection of the city, and so that in particular seemed to uh, ring with, with Jarlaxle.
3: Roger, uh, definitely didn't... tell them that
5: we're trying to... So Without you know, se- without saying that I, that I sense uh, that, uh, I'll Fenner, just I put think, my um, hand
1: on it. Oh, I sorry. think Roger was, was talking there.
3: Oh, no, I pretty much should finish. I was saying, I think Roger definitely thinks we should tell them about trying to banish some demons in a book. But it's just Roger.
1: Okay, gotcha. All right. Sorry, Feder, what was
3: that?
5: That's right. Or without just from what he had noticed, would not say anything out loud that he that he believes uh believes him, but he'll reach out and just touch uh, uh shoulder and meet his eyes and just give him a nod, just kind of a go-ahead nod.
0: Okay. Uh with that Vigorn will say um can yeah, remember, does he know we're looking for this uh this book?
1: He does not. You have not said anything about that.
0: Okay. Okay. Just didn't know if anybody had said something. Uh, I will say that um, uh, it is uh, great to meet another fellow drow who wants to save this city and protect it and all those kinds of things. With that in mind, we are looking for a particular book. And then I go and explain the the book that, that we are looking for and that we are seeking assistance in however he can in helping us get to that book and get out of the city safe. Mm,
1: I see. And uh, what what is this book exactly that you're looking for? Did you reveal what, what the book was specifically?
0: Um, yeah, I will. I know it's a uh, grimoire, and which is, you know, a magical book, has all kinds of evil things. <laughs> uh, and uh, that uh, this will, we'll will be able to use this book to um, uh, stop the invasion of these creatures from the Abyss. Hmm. Interesting.
1: I did not know Gromph, assuming that you, you mentioned it was Gromph Bainry's um, grimoire. Mm-hmm. I, I did not know that Gromph held such a magical artifact. Quite interesting hmm okay, so you need to get into the tower of sorcerer. I think I can help with that if you do indeed intend to stop the invasion of these demon lords there is one important thing I must I must ask of you I don't know if you fully comprehended this when you agreed to this task by whoever sent you here that the moment you execute this plan the demon lords will once again rampage through the city the reason why there are giant uh, gaping pits in our cities because that is where the demigorgon and demon lords came pouring out from the underdark and if you again summon the demon lords here you are putting our city at risk i cannot allow that i must plead that you do this deed once you find the grimoire. To not execute your spell or plan until you leave the city and do it outside of the city. That's all I ask. And in return, I, I will help you get into the tower.
0: Oh yes, yes, we will. We will do anything in the city, uh, like you suggested. We will.
4: Uh, we, we will do everything outside once. Once we get this. Um the book. And and thinking back, did Viserin tell us uh, anything about this, like where the ritual should take place?
1: Viserin recommended that you all uh, execute the ritual or to leave the Dark Heart uh, someplace near where Viserin, uh, excuse me, where um, Gromf Bainry's uh, place is, his sanctum is, which is where you're supposed to find the grimoire. So he wanted you to leave the Dark Heart in the tower of sorcerer
4: okay so viseran said leave it in the city and is saying don't leave it in the city exactly
0: mm, okay so we have a uh
3: world Ooh, those are always juicy
0: mm-hmm. we have a conflict of uh, information that we've gotten
4: so uh fenner and vigorn have gotten to to like do a lot of talking uh victoria will look over mm-hmm. at gopher and see what his reaction to this and what does uh gopher who's on mute think about this situation
6: yeah i was just swiping up to unlock my phone um not gonna lie i have a terrible headache and i was uh actually blocking out the story for a second
4: oh i'm sorry sorry, okay, sorry. ah so Victoria looks over and sees gopher.
6: Today I'll be here for combat.
4: Gopher looks extremely pained at the thought of this moral contract.
6: Well, I guess we'll just play it that I'm so, I'm trying to stealth so hard that like, I'm trying to make it like I'm not even here you talk to me. I just don't respond. We'll, we'll put it that <laughs> way. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Look, um, I'm going to assume that you will go ahead and do this outside the city. I'm sorry to say that if you don't, my soldiers and I will find you because we know who will be responsible. So mm. I recommend that you do indeed execute this plan outside the city.
4: And what do you know about uh, uh, Viserun? And I forget his name.
1: Yes. I forget his last name too. <laughs> but I know that Viserun you're talking about. He was a famous mage here in the city.
4: Hmm.
1: Is Viserun... Still alive, then.
4: Well, uh, we came across some information that was helpful and indicated that Viserin thought that we should uh, perform the ritual here where they first appeared. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Well, Viserin is a selfish individual and only cares of his own power. So whatever it is you're doing, I imagine, will benefit him in some way, even if it does help the greater good as well. So I'm not terribly worried about Visran. You will have the protection of the houses here if you support us in this endeavor.
4: And uh, if I remember correctly, the party had done some sort of like knowledge check about if they can trust Viseran, right? I think that was DMing at that point. Oh, uh, let's see. And the the indication that the party got, I think it was from the angels. They they saw a vision of Viseran being untrustworthy.
1: Uh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So
3: do the ritual right outside Viseran's tower. See how he handles it.
1: <laughs> not a terrible idea.
4: Yeah, let's do that. Victoria will look at Dr uh, Axel and ask, how many people live in the city?
1: Oh, uh, that's a great question. I want to say about 20,000 drow. Yes. Oh, plus thousands of our prisoners,
4: of course. Of, of course, they're not included in total tally anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> so the, the choice is, you know, 20,000 plus people. Or Viserin.
1: And uh, you see Grin, um, who is the uh, like understudy of Viserin, who's still in the party with all of you. <laughs> um, hey, uh, I want to support all of you in this, but it would be great not to do it at Viserin's tower. I mean, selfishly, I do live there. You know, maybe like an open area would be great. Uh, just something far away from everyone
4: might be a a good compromise. Oh, hey! Since you're here, what do you think? So you're you're you think it shouldn't be here or there? It should be some other.
1: And you look, he has this pained expression on his face. Uh, looks really conflicted. Look, uh, I, I was going to say something, honestly. I I don't think it's a good idea to execute this plan in the city as well. It's uh, as much as I agree we need to stop the Dark Lords. It it doesn't need to be in Sorcerer or even Menzel Baranzen. It, the Demon Lords could waste the city and this was my original home. I don't want to see it wiped out. A- anywhere but here.
0: Yeah, this is my home, too. I don't want that. I don't want it wiped out, either. I haven't even said uh, hi to my mom. Oh. And I'm sure there are many more restaurants for us to visit, too. <laughs> Mom's home cooking!
3: <laughs> At least 97 more. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> so?
1: Is it settled, then? Will Will you execute this plan somewhere outside the city? And and if so, where do you plan on doing it?
4: You know, I don't think we can make a decision here. This sounds like a decision that has to be made over the course of a pub crawl.
1: (laughs) Over four courses, to be exact. Well, at least 97. (laughs) That's fair. Well, I will assume that you will do the right thing. And in return, I will... Follow up on my end of the bargain. I have some uh, greater invisibility scrolls that I can provide to you, as well as I can secure a meeting with the leader of House Bainry, Quenthal Bainry, and she can supply you with a password that will get you into Sorcerer. Without this password, every creature, guard, a uh, sentient being will be alerted to your presence. So I highly recommend that you get that password.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Yes. We, we'll need that password. Definitely. All right. Very good. So,
1: um, I can have my guard here, escort you to our, uh, storage room where we keep our invisibility scrolls. If there's nothing else.
3: Password, all right, pineapple. <laughs>
1: uh, Last I heard, no, but it does change once every hour, so you'll have to find out. Okay, and then um, a drow mercenary uh, dressed in red comes over and uh, leads you all back down the steps into the lower floors of House Jordan. Um, And I'm going to move us over into the next map here.
5: And it's once we're out of sight, Finner would have nudged Vigorn and said, "You think it's going to make you know what kind of range do you think we have on this thing? I, I don't know how much our our uh, how much wiggle room we have to air on uh, on location for this for this thing.
1: Grin speaks up. Uh, it doesn't matter where we put the dark heart as long as it's here in the Underdark... And that's where we're prepared for the dark lords to appear. It will work.
2: Oh
4: uh, yeah, so, what he said. <laughs> so we want to we want to ritually ding dong dash someone we really don't like. So who who in the underdark? <laughs> who that, in the under? you who
2: gonna leave Who was the guy
5: who got Vigorn arrested for, for getting handsy with his daughter?
4: Oh, I was hearing. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll do yeah, it that th- th- That's here. We won't do it. Do it here. Uh, I, you know, I'm really feeling kind of. Uh, my feelings were hurt when we were originally taken prisoner at the beginning of this uh, adventure. Uh, what, what, um,
3: what,
0: what did it over there?
3: <laughs> what about where we saw that giant demon fighting the other giant demon? Did it there? Then you just. Let them battle it out.
4: Yeah, that too. Well, I, I think the idea with this ritual is that they'll all be they'll all be yeah.
3: And then we right? just let them all fight each other right there where we saw the two giant demons fight each other and not disturb anyone.
4: <laughs> and you know maybe maybe we're going about this the wrong way. Is there a coliseum where we can monetize this whole thing? Do like a pay per view? You know. <laughs> You need to do the ritual in the middle of a a gigantic arena, you know, know, sell tickets. Hey,
3: Artificer, can we make a bunch of, like, magic items with scry on them and fly that we could, like, you know, send around maybe on a little swooping zoom camera goes right across the middle, Uh uh you know, and sell tickets to this?
0: Yeah, yeah. Pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Paper scry. We've got to monetize it. Paper Mm scry.
0: They <laughs> scry Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I missed that part. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> this has gone off the rails so much. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, what but
3: that honestly, be? that giant chamber we saw the two the the two demons fighting in, that would be perfect. Could,
0: you mm-hmm. know?
2: It's so- got
3: the little announcers booth raised above the floor.
0: Or the place where the maze engine fell in the lava. Sure. Big. Yeah.
3: So seems, many good places. So what we'll do for the
1: purposes of this discussion is say we'll we'll come up with a plan um, outside of game because there's still some time. You still got to g- get the grimoire, so you know you're not ready yet. Um, and the the demon lords have been down here for a while. It's been months since all of you have been traveling through the underdark. So a couple more days to to decide will not hurt anything. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, perfect. And Roger spots his favorite restaurant. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> no, I, I just saw. Do you hundred pop up? <laughs> yeah,
0: Roger, <laughs> yep. <What's> the for- <laughs> That's, That's
3: the fort? That's where first. we're going to come up the plan for for getting the Grimoire, right? Yeah, ah, yeah,
1: yeah. Forty-seven. So, oh, you've been there before, actually. When you first came into the city, that was the restaurant. That you went to, Sirix, Suds, and Sundries. Uh, and you loved it so much, you you all made a pact to decide to come back here later, and that's where you're going to decide. Um,
3: okay. Dark Corners go. are planning our infiltration into yeah. Zero power. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Very
0: appropriate.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, nice.
0: And it was in this neighborhood, too, wasn't it?
1: <clears throat> oh, yes, it was, Yes.
3: It <laughs> will just north <laughs>
1: okay so all of you are led outside of house steward and to uh, the the kind of storage shed that's out back um the drow leads you um, over here and uh, looks back at the party uh, and says come and uh, takes you over to the building and you all feel this <clears throat> very strong sense of wanting to follow this drow, there was something so incredibly compelling that when they told you to follow them, you could not help yourself but to listen. And and so you walk forward transfixed, um, heading to, to receive your reward of scrolls. And the drow kind of looks around to, to see if anyone is out there. And all of a sudden you watch as its forms start to shift and change. Its hair starts growing longer and their height, uh, their, their their bulk gets a little bit smaller and skinnier. And they transform into a woman what? in red. Oh my goodness.
4: <gasps> oh no.
0: <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Oh no. Or <laughs> oh, <a> Red Wizard.
1: <laughs> I... I never thought I'd see you again. What are you doing here? Uh, I've been waiting I've been for so long, preparing, it, trying to protect you.
3: You're I've been here. Searching everywhere down here. I've been from the Mushroom Kingdom, the Rainbow Road. I, I haven't been able to find you. It's been so lonely playing my
1: drums by myself.
3: <laughs> my steel drum is ready to play patty cake right next to you. <laughs>
1: I'm so pleased. I I see you've brought friends.
4: Yes. Insight check. <laughs>
2: trying to get you uh, out of here.
1: Yeah, go ahead and roll an insight check, and um, Roger. Just because you know Jessica so well, go ahead and, and roll an insight check as well, uh, with advantage. <laughs> Oh. Oh, oh, no. there's, there's oh, advantage.
2: <laughs> perfect. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Too. oh man. That's
0: hilarious. It seems perfect for the story <laughs> here. Yes.
1: Fenner, can you see the the token here?
0: Yeah, I can.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Just it's what? Barely
5: it around the All right. Cool. Cool. Uh,
1: right. Uh, did, so, you,
5: did you want a perception check out of me as well for that? Or insights, or
1: Oh, that—that's um, Victoria. Are you just curious? I for an inside check. Yeah, I just noticed your comment. I just wanted to make sure that you're good. Um, so we're good.
5: Oh, I was just making sure that we—not—not that—that we saw that it wasn't just Roger seeing this transformation. That we saw the transformation oh,
1: too. Got it. So
5: yes. we're making sure it wasn't just in Roger's head, and we're all seeing the same guy we've been following.
1: Right. Yes. Everyone's seeing the same thing. Gotcha. Okay.
3: All right. Roger um, is now willing to tell her anything or do anything she asks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Roger, um, you you clearly see Jessica in front of you. There uh, there's clear indication. Um it's it's the person you've always known. And Victoria, yep. uh, you don't know Jessica personally, but you can tell that this being seems powerful. Um that uh, she, this is her true form, that she was clearly masquerading as this drow. Um, But she's difficult to understand. I wish I could help you more. There's so much I've been doing with this mercenary company. Um, Are you safe? Is there anything I can do?
3: just need to get this book and end this demon threat so we can all get out of here.
1: That sounds great. And once you are all done saving the world, well, we can... Maybe travel together.
3: We can go anywhere you want to go. Have you ever been to the Feywild? I hear it's amazing there. We can go there. We, we can travel to, uh, I don't know, the Sword Coast. Uh, wherever you want to go, honey.
1: <laughs> oh, well, the Feywild sounds right up my alley. Let's make plans for that. Uh, in the meantime, here are five greater invisibility scrolls that... Roger, I think you might be the only one can use, and uh, <laughs> she provides five scrolls that, yes, I believe only sorcerers can use. Uh, all the, uh, let's see, Victoria.
0: Uh, I might you be able know. to use. It. I can. I think I can cast invisible,
3: but greater
2: invisibility. Oh, okay. is the question. Oh,
3: greater invisibility. Yeah. Mm. They have to be on your class uh, spell yeah
4: i will look at that up and it must be a level that you can cast (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: the bard the sorcerer the wizard the twilight domain circle of the land archfey the genie the undead and the armorer oh Oh, you're an artillerist right yeah i'm an artillerist not an armorer (laughs) okay
3: does that mean um, I could actually only cast it one time? And yeah. I can't remember the rules for greater invisibility.
1: I really wish it was a potion. I wish I could just change it to a potion, but it was <laughs> 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 Um But if you would like to purchase spellcasting services, <laughs> maybe I can put a bit in a good word in town and they can hook you up. Or if you have need for other purchases, I'm sure I can uh, persuade the, sh- the shopkeeper
4: to help you.
3: What is the Adventure League cost for us uh, a <laughs> potion of greater invisibility?
4: Well, there's no potion of greater invisibility, but a potion of inv- uh, invisibility, I believe, is 5,000. I have that. I have already <laughs> purchased at least one of these. Yeah,
0: I have I I have. Uh, I have 200 platinum. Uh, sorry, I have 2,000 platinum. I'm sure I can <laughs> buy any sort of potion we need.
4: Nice.
3: Hey, I have five scrolls of greater invisibility.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So if you all would like to purchase anything, Jessica would be uh, willing to help barter for you and um, arrange for that to happen. Okay. Uh, Does anyone... Let's see. We had the potions in Discord, I think, is where they were listed. You posted them the other day, really. They're pinned.
5: It made some, some acquisitions, maybe prematurely, when we first got to the city.
1: Oh, and that's totally fine. Yeah, if you did it uh, in advance, then you're good to go. All right, well.
3: Roger oh. does not have the capacity to plan ahead, so he did not.
0: <laughs> all, right. So, uh, all right. I need to look and see how much... Do, do, do we need... Okay, so greater invisibility. Basically, I think greater invisibility means you can um, you, you can uh, attack and still stay invisible, but in uh, right. just regular invisibility is... Uh, it's the same thing, except if you attack it, it shuts off. Correct.
4: You can't do anything aggressive. Greater yeah. invisibility yep. lasts a minute. Invisibility lasts a minute. Okay. 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 Interesting. Okay.
0: Do you, does everybody need me to purchase uh, a potion of invisibility for everyone?
3: <laughs> I can do it. So Roger will buy his own. Okay. He's not spending any whatsoever. He's
4: got like six. Yeah. I think everyone should have enough service rewards to 5,000. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. All I will right. buy a potion of invisibility.
4: All right. Yep, I'm sure Gopher probably right. Sounds so
0: good. I need to transfer over some. They have so much in platinum moves
1: to here. And if anyone needs to buy healing potions, there's healing, greater healing, superior, and supreme, uh, as well as water breathing, animal friendship, and climbing. Those are all of the potions you can get. So, so uh, if anyone else wants to buy a potion, just type it into the chat, um, and so that way we can keep moving. But um, if, if you think of a potion you want to get, just go ahead and type it in.
0: All right. I'm getting potion of invisibility. Let me know if anyone else needs one because I can get it for you. I
6: think I have enough gold to buy one. Okay.
1: All right. And actually, I uh, I need to uh, help my dog real quick. I'm going to step away okay. for 15 seconds.
3: Give me back the Sunblade, didn't you?
4: I think Fenner did.
3: Did he want his Drowcraft longsword back? Oh. That parade,
4: <laughs> Raka. That reminds me. Uh, today,
0: uh, what was it? Yesterday, my wife was out. She was in the office in Boston, and uh, I gave a had to give a presentation in front of my boss's boss and all, like fifteen other people. And then, of course, my dog decided at that moment that he needed his toy. And <laughs> he needed me to pick it up for him and give it to him, and he cried and cried and cried until oh, the- no. did that. And then he did oh. it. And then he was fine.
1: yes yes we have all been there and i too have been in in many meetings with dog antics but the uh the noise canceling is a lot better now like when i'm in a in a teams meeting people don't even hear my dogs barking in the background which is amazing
0: yeah they didn't hear it i was terrified though that everyone was going (laughs) to hear it afterwards they're like i didn't we didn't hear anything like oh okay
5: Teams is great somebody was running the one of those little Roombas the other day and they are like, Can
3: you hear that thing? It's right behind my chair. And I was like, No, can't hear a thing. Oh
1: wow. Yeah, it's nice.
3: Oh. <laughs> I had the deputy CIO at the department of state say, What headset are you using? That sounds amazing. And sitting right next to you is my cat going,
2: Wow.
1: Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Not too bad. <laughs> All right, excellent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, this, this this adventure is brought to you by uh, Microsoft Teams.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the safety deck. And the safety the deck. Safety deck.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh gosh, been forgetting the safety deck. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, yes, Jessica helps to broker the the potion buying. Um, she wants to help with the party, but. Knows that uh, too many people in your party would draw a lot of suspicion, so she's going to continue to support uh, from a stealthy basis uh, this mercenary company, um, masquerading as a drow. But um, in will plan to join you all after uh, the great fight with the demon lords. Well, uh, it what was did you great. Say, my dear? What, what, what was that, Roger?
3: Whatever you say. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs>
1: You're so great, Roger. Well, uh, go ahead and uh, take your time. Um, Enjoy walking through the city and uh, what's her name? Quenthal Bainry will find you. Trust me, wherever you go, she'll be sure to bring you uh, to her house. And there she can give you the password that will get you into Sorcier. Uh, I hope you enjoy the city while you're here.
4: Can I take you to dinner while we wait for her? Did we get the full? Was was Jerlaxel being honest with us back there about uh, this whole situation? Or is there anything else that you can share in terms of uh, w- which situation? I mean the 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 ritual, House Bainry, you know, the Demon Lords, all of
1: yeah. Um, so folks in Menzo Baranza know that Vizrin was kind of the sh- shady guy. It, it wasn't a big deal when he was uh, exiled from Menzo Baranzen. Um, His whole house was dismantled. So in in their eyes, he is, you know, a lesser drow at this point. Um, he was accurate in terms of wherever you put this dark heart, that is where the demon lords will appear. And um, as was said earlier, he does not want his city destroyed. So his main motive is still to protect the city. Um But you can tell that he doesn't care much for Abyssin.
4: All right. So
3: Jessica wasn't wasn't Jarlaxle. Jessica was Jarlaxle's henchman that actually led us to him.
1: Yes. She's just uh, masquerading as just a regular drow mercenary.
4: Yeah. So Victoria was hoping to get any kind of insights that Jessica might have had while being undercover from just trying to get a read from
2: like.
1: Oh, I see. Some insight. Oh, yes. Well, um, Jessica does reveal with you. <clears throat> that Jarlaxel, she's come to learn, is actually the brother of Quenthal Bainry, who is in turn the brother and sister of uh, Grumph Bainry, who owns this grimoire. Uh, she knows that Grumph is still alive, um, but nobody knows where he is. Uh, at least no one has revealed where he is. Uh, and that is how he uh, is able to do so well in the city because it's because of Quenthal that they have house de to, to lord over in the city. Interesting. All right. So let's head back to the Menzo Berenzen map. All right. So you are in the top left of the city. You know that you need to head to Cersei. Um Jessica did reveal that house Bainry as written on the map, is in the southern section. So, uh, you could head in that direction if desired or uh, wherever
4: else you wish. Oh, wow. And look at the... Oh, well,
3: we're supposed to be... Oh, I,
4: I was ahead. just noticing the difference on the map between the two houses. <laughs> this one looks like it's kind of the, the run-down, <laughs> shady side, and House Bainery is looking uh, real rich. Real, real yeah. A little
3: well, nicer. Well, House de Warden took a distinct downturn after a certain favored son decided to rebel against the district. <laughs> Is that a mom. giant
5: spider beside source here?
3: Yes. Oh yeah.
2: I don't it's know. Mentioned if it's mentioned
3: in every source book that talks about Menzo Barin. <clears throat> oh, So nice. it, it, GM, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically there are these three uh not houses, but institutions that form the Ruling group of Menzoberranzan. It's the it's like the wizards, the, the priests, and something else. And that's sorcerer Arak Tenalith and LA Mag Three. Oh, the the soldiers, Ale Mag Three.
1: Uh, let's see. I there might be a description of the three towers, but honestly, I don't know off the top of my head what the different towers are for. Um, this is. Yeah. Gosh. So you have the
3: ruling houses that that influence the city, but the rulers in heavy air quotes of the city are the council formed by these three institutions. OK, basically like the wizards, the priests and the soldiers.
1: Uh, gotcha. That makes sense. Oh, very cool. Um,
3: and of course, the priestesses of Loth are the most. Important.
1: OK, so where do you all head to next? You could yeah. uh, proceed through Lil's Web, which looks like this creepy haunted forest nearby. Uh, you could head over to the main road uh, and go to Narbandelen, Narbandella or, or elsewhere.
0: Do we need to get the password still?
1: You do, yes. You know that you need a password to get into Sorcerer. You were told that uh, Banery will find you, but you could also head towards their house as
0: well. Okay.
3: I say we find a nice place to eat while we wait for them to catch up.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's no, a nice place to eat.
1: And in which district do you go to for your next meal?
3: Well, we've done Westwall, we've done Mistrift, and we've done the Bazaar. I say we do uh, Duthgloin. That way we're a little closer to Bainray, so that they
2: can yeah. Be there. Sure,
1: all right. Let's move the giant red marker slowly across the map. I'll scooch all of you there too. Okay, so Duth-Kloim. Uh Vigorn, you share with the party here that this district is known commonly as Many Folk. This is the area that's surrounding the bazaar. It's bordered by the Clawrith to the east, which, um, let's see, is home to Menzo Branson's merchants, trade folk, and crafters. Duthcloim features small inns, tap, Tap rooms and pleasure houses catering to locals, visitors, and high-status drow seeking distraction. Parts of Duthgloin were either damaged or destroyed after the Demogorgon emerged from the Claw Rift. And the Claw Rift is one of those three massive rifts in the city. But despite that, business has been booming as the drow celebrate the death of uh, their rivals. Um. All right. I would like everyone to go ahead and roll a stealth check for me as you travel throughout Dothcloy, and still in disguise.
2: Okay,
3: so,
1: fifteen for Vigor, twenty-four for Victoria, twenty-two for Roger, and what about Fenner?
3: Uh, Fenner is staying back with Jessica. So, seventeen. Oh, 17.
1: seventeen. Okay. okay. Uh, Yeah, Gopher is... is, uh, Who had to step away? Gopher. Okay. Yeah. I don't (laughs)
5: think
1: you can fail a stealth
3: check. Okay,
2: nice. All right. I don't Uh, think it's
3: possible for him to fail a stealth check (laughs) because that ones don't count on skill checks. Right. Yeah, so his minimum is in the 20s.
1: Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. Don't mind me. Just rolling a couple dice here no reason no reason all right i imagine
3: Uh, he has what a plus five on dexterity minimum plus five for proficiency which is plus 10 he can't roll under a 10 so his minimum on a stealth check
1: (laughs) all right so um, you uh, walk through this local town uh, or this local district here uh, with with many shops uh, around you, nobody seems to notice your arrival into the area. Um, let's see, uh, Victoria. Why don't you give me a D one hundred roll, a thirty? So, Victoria, you spot an interesting locale. It's called the Mossy Mushroom. It's a fast, casual, healthy food chain run by a drow that could be a fitness model. Do not ask them for their diet recommendations, or you will be there all day learning about intermittent fasting and protein uptake and etc.
4: cetera. Oh, no. <laughs> Gophers, <laughs> Gophers stepped away, but he would have been all about these mushrooms. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: And I bet they start talking about CrossFit as well. <laughs>
4: drawfit.
3: Drawfit. So you, you know how you know how you tell if somebody's into drawfit? Don't worry. They'll let they'll you know. will
4: tell you.
1: <laughs> all right. Excellent. So you headed to the mossy mushroom. Um, it, it isn't before long um, that you are provided a, a wonderful menu of many different mushroom types, and uh, you're you're free to uh, sit and relax.
3: Would you like a protein sprinkle on that? Would you like a protein shake with that? Would you like a <laughs> mushroom poppy for a little extra protein on your protein salad?
5: <laughs> I'm going with the mushroom version of a... Uh... Of a wheatgrass smoothie, oh, wow. whatever, whatever that whatever that is it a tastes, mushroom It be.
3: tastes, it tastes <laughs> distinctly like topsoil and leaves.
1: Yeah, what what sort of a food would each of your characters order here? So we have wheatgrass from Fenner.
3: <laughs> so Roger orders a portabella steak and is really disturbed by the rubbery texture.
0: Ooh. Um, Vigorn is going to get a mushroom burger. With uh, some of that fake vegan cheese on there, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and it's it's you know mushroom burger made out of mushroom, but then it's piled high with fried mushroom on the top. Oh, mushroom straws has a
3: the chewy plastic cheese.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, mm-hmm. um, made of steely green that cheese
4: <laughs>
3: down here entirely too likely. <laughs> uh,
4: let's see, Victoria would probably get some sort of like mushroom risotto. With uh, some sort of, I don't know what would underdark appropriate cheese. The Whatever.
3: more than cheese.
1: <laughs> nice. I guess, yeah, some kind of blue would be super moldy and mushroomy, maybe. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this sounds delicious. All right. Uh, as you're enjoying your your course of food here and, and your protein drinks, um, you overhear a drow priestess of Loth nearby. Uh, and you hear her speaking about her matron mother, Quenthal Um She's chatting about uh, how busy busy she's been and the, the worthless drow that have been working under her and um, how, how much is going on in the city and how strange everyone has been acting. Uh, and uh, she's kind of complaining to her compatriots.
0: Are there other drow priestesses with her?
1: Uh, it looks like she. There are two other drow priestesses. She's also speaking with.
4: Um, uh, do they look like they're from the same house? Like priestesses from the same house? Or are they?
1: Yes, they all appear to be comfortable with one another, um, wearing the same type of dress and uh, seem to be displaying a similar logo.
0: Do I recognize the logo?
1: You do, and it and it is the uh, logo of House Faeny.
0: Oh, okay. And Is
3: this uh, we're supposed to
0: be meeting? I think so.
3: Because I can uh, message if it's a message.
4: I mean, it, it seems like a pretty clear hook to Victoria. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because you could respond. Sorry,
0: are you going to message them or do you want us to go talk?
3: I mean, we could say. We were sent by Jarlaxel, uh, We're told you have information for us. Respond to this message.
4: Yeah, I, I think yeah. A, a more discreet message would probably be good. And then if they're uh, if they're on board, then we could go over there. But just like standing around saying like, "Hey," you know, it seems a little <laughs> that,
3: That's what I was thinking. Like, I just whisper into her ear, and only yep, she yep. would hear it. Mm-hmm. And, yep. All right. That's what we want to do? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, Roger, what what uh, what do you say in your message, or, or do you want to just kind of summarize it the way you just described, without
3: yeah, specifying? Just basically, Jarlaxel sent us, he said, you have a password for us. We're at the table in the corner being disgusted by the protein shakes. If you <laughs> know what we're talking about. You can respond to this message.
1: <laughs> Alright. Um, you uh, see the priestess kind of startle for a second, and then... Um, She composes herself and sends a message back to you. Understood. I'll come to you. And uh, you see her say something to her guests. And um, she walks by your table and kind of nods and then heads out the door.
3: I will stealthily (laughs)
2: lower. All right.
1: Okay. Uh, You head out into the city streets. Uh we'll say that you show up here. Uh where you can't see anything.
3: Do not own any token for this, scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh you are in a courtyard. And let me grab a drow priestess.
3: Roger Roger elbows Igor. Igor uh
2: Roucho,
0: you have this? <laughs>
2: uh okay. yeah.
0: yes, I have this. No problem.
1: We're going to pretend this is the priestess for the moment. First speed. Um, uh, Roger, uh, or I'm sorry, let, let me step back. So um, she says, okay, um, I have heard that there are guests coming through. That must be all of you. Um, I cannot give you any passwords here. I don't have access to that information, but I can escort all of you to House Bainry if you would like to follow me. Is everyone prepared to go?
2: Uh, yes we are
1: all right uh you see her mutter something um under her breath all right we have to wait here for about two minutes and then we'll be ready and um after but a moment you see a, a great party of drow come through there are sorry
3: just one sec I was about to ask, what's the worst that could happen? Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Um, Coming down the street into this alleyway, you see 30 drow elite warriors mounted on these giant riding lizards. Uh, Up in the sky, um, Fetter, you notice with your passive perception, uh, immediately there are gargoyles flying through the air, scouting the area looking down upon your party and amongst the streets throughout the district they head over to you um the Drow priestess nods at the party and says come with us we'll escort you over and instructs your party to follow them over to house banery do all of you follow the party
0: uh, yeah, uh, Vigorn's gonna be, like, a little concerned that we seem to be drawing attention with this whole, yeah. uh, party of, uh, drow and gargoyles, uh, mm-hmm. escorting us. Uh, Vigorn is quite concerned about that.
1: Um, Grinn also in your party looks uh, a bit nervous and concerned. He's certainly not used to all this activity. Um, the, the priestess noting your look of dismay says, don't worry, we run the city. You'll be safe with us. Just follow our party.
2: Okay. Uh, can, yeah,
0: can, can can we get uh, riding lizards, too? Sorry, they're all accounted for at the moment. Oh, I <laughs> tried, Roger. I know you wanted to ride a lizard.
3: Well, no. I can become one and you can ride me.
0: <laughs> Maybe for a,
1: a small tip, I could perhaps get you on a lizard.
3: <laughs> uh, Roger tosses a hundred gold at her. <laughs> hmm. All not right. even it. Hop on! <laughs> Come on, who wants to ride with me? Who wants to ride with me?
0: <laughs> Vigorn will jump on. How many does he uh, see?
3: Uh, we'll
1: say four because it's a la- a large creature, sure. <laughs> and uh, go- Gopher is not feeling well and is going to keep drinking uh, mushroom shakes uh, shakes at the, <laughs> the restaurant. So just <laughs> enough room for Fenner as well.
5: Okay. <laughs> General, General, take the, the rearmost seat so that he can, or space so that he, he can make a quick exit. He's not sure about the uh Fenner doesn't have a body. seat.
3: He is merely wrapping his arms around the tail and being whipped <laughs> around.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Done.
1: All right, excellent. Uh, you you uh, head across menzo and through several districts over to House Bainery And let me take all of you there now. Actually, but before we... I'll, I'll describe the area before we pop over to the map. Um, as noted, as Victoria noted, on the, the Menzo-Barensin map, it's much different looking from uh, House Warden. You see as you head uh, closer that there is a vast web of um, heavy metallic strands that form this... Kind of fence around this huge compound of structures that are laid out a, amongst this large plateau at the top of Menzo Barenson's great cavern. So it's vertically, you have to climb this huge hill as you're you're leading up to these giant towers. There are dozens of massive stalagmites and stalactites carved and shaped into these towers, and they're covered with balconies and walkways, and they're connected with delicate-looking ramps and bridges. They remind you of your time as a prisoner in Vulcanvelve, where there were these spider-silk bridges um, that connected all of these different towers. And all of this compound is lit with this blazing bright light in pale shades of violet and green and blue. And you see that there are dozens of drow warriors stationed all along these overlooks and walkways. And many of them have their eyes on you as this great caravan approaches this, uh, the district. So you're brought into the compound and into the throne room of uh, Mother Quenthal Bainry. And I will, again, grab tokens. Uh, just for ease here, I'll just get rid of the cannon. Okay, that should be all of you. All right. so. Uh, come this way, and you are escorted to the front of this throne room.
3: Wow, a hell of a party happened here.
1: (laughs) We like to have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) And at the top of the throne room, you see on this great throne the matron mother herself, Quenthal Bainry. She sits upon a throne that's carved... Uh, It doesn't quite look like it here. There is a Viking helmet on the chair. You can just ignore that. Uh, She actually sits upon a throne card from a single black sapphire. And it has these large diamonds set into its arms that are shedding this bright light at the matron's very command. This massive chamber occupies the entire top level of a tower, of the tower that you are in. Well I've heard many things about you already. Uh, Jarlaxel messaged me and told me that you would be coming, that you are seeking entrance into sorcier. And yes, pardon the beef and cheese smell. It's <laughs> uh, we got very drunk last night, and well this is how we how we are.
3: Not the first time uh, I've woken up in a place like this.
1: Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh Tell me, uh, you're here to stop the underdark lords that have come through here. Is is there anything else you can share?
2: Uh
0: Vigorn is trying to think if he should share that they are trying to get the into the tower to get the grimoire. He's a little nervous about sharing that information and kind of looks around at everyone, trying to get Roger, an indication
4: as to what Roger people... would think.
3: try and yeah, Roger would try and whisper to him or indicate to him that.
0: We
4: told Jarl Axel, need the right? Mm hmm. Then Axel messaged her. She so We could always. We need ask.
3: the book. Yeah. Whoever we get the book, we need the book. Mm-hmm. If she can just go check it out herself and bring it to us, great. If we need to sneak into a tower and steal it, and she can give us some information. Not as good, but okay. Whatever she
4: needs. Yeah, I guess Victoria would just ask her then, like, so what did Jarl tell you?
1: Hmm. Well, he told me that you are seeking a grimoire inside Gromp's chamber, and you need the password to get in. Yeah, that about I, I can help you with that password, and I can also help secure passage to Sorcier. There are many dangers, even in the city alone, so if you wish my protection, I could probably help with that too. Um, but Jarlaxel will mention that... There was some hesitation about where to place the Dark Heart. I would appreciate it if you could give me your confidence that you will take it outside the city.
0: Yes, we are planning on taking it outside the city. Do you have a recommended place where we should uh,
1: use it? Mm. I honestly do not. I care not where the Dark Heart is, as long as it's not here. And frankly, even if you were to do it here in the city, we would find a way to... Turn it into our
3: advantage. Uh,
1: Jarlaxle cares a bit more for uh, the precious drow than I do, but uh, whatever you decide. So,
3: so my concern is the whole point of the dark heart is to summon the demons so that they can be killed. That's my understanding.
4: Well, so, uh, so they can do a, a demon lord rumble.
3: <laughs> right. But the difficulty is we need them all to... We need to do it somewhere where they're not going to, you know, kill a whole bunch of innocent people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we need to make sure that they all die.
2: Hmm. That's so,
3: Yeah. So, you know, if we do it somewhere way out in the middle of nowhere, one of them okay. is going to come out on top. And then you're going to be left dealing with whoever that demon lord is free to roam around the Underdark. Mm-hmm. How do we ensure that they... All I
4: right. well, I mean there's a lot of assumptions here and and a lot of risk. how do we even know they'll all fight each other you know like it, it could just be like we summon them all and then they they all look at each other and nod at each other doctor doctor, and then they look at us <laughs> and they all kill us,
3: they all look at us and go mm, sna- nice snack, I'm glad you're provided refreshments and yes. then they wander off yep yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah so
1: so grin speaks up look i'm I'm not as Much of an expert as Viseron, but uh, they care for nothing more than destruction. I think there's a very strong chance that they will fight each other, but maybe it is good to
0: have some support, just in case.
3: What do you do about the last one standing? One of them's going to come out on top.
0: Well, couldn't we just kill him or her or whoever?
3: Are you strong enough to kill a demon lord? Uh, I'm not so sure I am. And... I like Cassie Fire.
4: But what Mm. if at the end of this uh, pay per scry event, (laughs) you know, they're they're like down to just, you know, they're terribly wounded. And then, you know, it's just like, you know, it's super easy to kill them.
3: Awesome thought.
4: Guarantee that. I can guarantee that I can't guarantee anything.
3: (laughs) And that is my concern.
1: What about a little reinforcement? Maybe, in exchange for you risking your lives to take on these dark lords, we could pull some reinforcements to back you up and help assault the final demon lord or whoever is left.
2: Yeah, uh, about we, you,
0: we, uh sorry, go ahead. go ahead. We also have a, an army, I'm not with us, but uh, we could pull them along too.
5: But a local guide would would certainly be appreciated. Somebody that we could could trust to get us, you know, thither and yon.
4: Yes, uh, my concern would be, uh, you know, having an army is is a nice gesture or some help. But uh, then once we're done fighting the demon lord, what if we are weak and your army is there to clean up any witnesses? Well, that's quite the accusation, isn't it? I'm just... You know, gaming things out. Everyone's been so helpful here. It's just a little under. Well, I, I don't blame
1: you for being cautious. However, I also don't hand out the password to one of our great towers for nothing. I'm also entrusting all of you with my brother's sanctum. So there is a lot that is unknown here. But if we cannot trust each other, at least... To fight the greatest evil that this world has ever seen, then I'm not sure
4: how much hope there is for us. Wait, we're fighting as <laughs>
1: <laughs> The greatest evil we're currently dealing with in the
4: Underjaw. Uh, oh, right. This can, sorry scope creep. No
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
3: one uh, likes uh, per- in the game of webs.
0: <laughs> but perhaps we, you know, saw, you know, have some sort of formal treaty, handshakes. We write it down on paper. That you won't attack us, we won't attack you, that kind of thing.
1: Figorn, yeah. why don't you make a persuasion check?
0: <laughs> oh, good. Oh, persuasion.
3: Hmm. Is there any way? We- <laughs> oh, well, not bad. Huh.
1: Hmm. Very well. I will have my lawyers look over this. It might take about five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all of you can stay here. We'll drop some paperwork. Uh, feel free to take a short or long rest while. You're here. We've got plenty of leftover food. Um, mm-hmm. Once we go through the T's and C's, I think we <laughs> will be in a place to agree upon that very well. We won't attack you, uh, but you must do everything in your power to destroy those demon lords, or you forfeit the contract.
4: Okay. <laughs> now this is just too good. Five hours from these lawyers. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> <how big laughs> so, something like this would take five weeks. If not <laughs> you,
3: you, you know, I think a nice long rest followed by a breakfast at a local establishment.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: You
4: know?
1: Look, you caught me. We use LegalZoom. It, it's a great starting template. <laughs> it makes things faster.
4: Uh, okay, that explains
2: it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Yes, yes. Stay here. Uh, get some breakfast in the morning when you're ready to head out. The password changes every hour, so I will give you the password for what is currently present at that time, and then you must make your way to the to the tower within the hour. The moment no, no, the no. hour expires, everyone in the tower will be aware of your presence.
3: Under proposal, you send somebody with us, and they tell us just before we enter, so that we have it at the top of the hour. We can do that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we get a full hour in the tower. Yep. Mm
4: -hmm. okay sounds good makes sense okay yeah okay Nice.
3: where are we having breakfast is that is the most important thing of all
4: Mm
0: -hmm. most important meal of the day
1: has anyone not rolled for restaurants (laughs) (laughs) i I think we've all had at least a go roger since you brought it up why don't you go ahead and and roll for a restaurant and uh everyone can feel free to take a long rest bring back anything you may have lost okay 73 Quenthal mentions that uh, there's a great place around the corner. It's called Ethereal Cafe. <laughs> uh, it's a cafe and coffee shop where yeah. there are no visible waitstaff or baristas. Most is- assume that this is just a gimmick or the staff are just under an invisibility spell. But even see Invisible will-, will reveal nothing. The orders are taken, meals and drinks arrive, but from where? And who is carrying those platters around?
4: Mystery. Mm -hmm. See, this is what happens if you diet too much. You just disappear disappear into nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You forever serve coffee.
3: It is a Starbucks (laughs) with no (laughs) weight staff.
0: What was that, uh, Fenner?
3: I went to a restaurant called a Haunted Mansion once. Reminded me a lot of this. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
3: except that like see invisible and everything will reveal nothing like there is no wait staff just a notepad walk floats up to your table you give it an order it brings you food mm. are there even menus there or do know. you just like you name a breakfast food and it shows up
4: <laughs> it's gotta be something with magnets yeah.
1: <laughs> classic
0: magic trick yeah. <coughs> magnets and fishing wire
2: <laughs>
1: okay uh, does anyone want to do anything else I, I think there's one more um scene we can set up before we wrap up for the evening uh, but anything else before you all head out of this district
2: I hey, think
0: i'm good yeah no all, right. all set
1: okay all right so uh we'll pop back over to the map Okay. Alright, so all of you were at House Bainery uh, As promised, Quintal Bainry, uh promises to keep your party secure. So as you travel through the various districts, heading over to uh Bresci and Sorcerer, the, the Tower of Sor-Seer, uh you feel pretty safe as you walk through. Um, I'd like everyone to r- roll a perception check for me.
2: Um, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: 13, eight and 20. Okay. Not too bad overall. Um, Roger and Vigorn you're stuffed from all kinds of breakfast food, Danish <laughs> coffee. Um, and you're chatting about th- that awesome experience and, and where the heck the food came from. Uh, but Victoria and Fenner, you're always keeping an eye out around you. Uh, you, you're you used to paying attention to um, your surroundings. And so as you head over to Sorcerer, you notice an interesting group of drow. You see that there are a, a couple of elite warriors on the giant riding lizards that you had just recently seen in in the huge party that led you over to uh, House Banery. Uh, there is uh, a mage also on a riding lizard and they carry several prisoners with them. Um, Victoria, with your perception check, you notice that one of these drow looks very familiar. Uh, you happen to be in possession of a picture, and the likeness of this individual is uncannily similar to the picture that you have.
4: Uh-oh. Is this... Uh... Is this how I think it is? Yes. Victoria's Victoria's gonna, uh, like, subtly pull that picture out. Double check. From what you can tell, it's an exact match.
1: Fenner, with your 20 perception check, there's something also familiar to you about this group. But it's not the drow. It's the prisoners. And there is one prisoner a little shorter than the others that you swear looks familiar. You're not completely sure, but... You could swear that she is someone you know well,
5: but are they within, are they within earshot?
1: They they are probably two hundred and fifty feet away at this point, point. and there is a lot of hustle and bustle in this city. So shouting here probably would not do anything.
5: Are they uh, are they heading? They're heading in our direction.
1: They are headed not in your direction, but uh, just down another street that you can see.
5: Uh. I'm gonna reach out and grab Vigo and wrist and say, Uh, my friend, uh, there's something I'm gonna to have to check out. Uh I, I'd love for you to come with me, but I'm going one way or another. And I'm I'll nod towards that group. I was like, I need to get a little bit closer to, to the to that uh to that group there.
4: And as Fenner is talking to Vigorn, uh, Victoria like nudges Roger and says, Roger, do you see that group of drow in their prison? I'm going to need you to ensure that that one you leave to me. Which one? Uh, Victoria will try to subtly point it out to Roger and say, Roger, I know you're about to point. Don't <laughs> point at that one and say anything. But yes, it is that one. <laughs>
3: So he's pointing at the female drow that's leading the group.
4: Uh, I don't know if it's the female drow leading the group, but it, it was one of the the one that uh, that Madame called up.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, the the drow warriors are all males in in Menzoberranzan, so it's just the priestesses that right. are the females. Uh, so this group appears to be two warrior males and a male mage.
4: And which one was uh, the one that Victoria?
1: It was one of the warriors. So it, it was a... Uh, I, I didn't know if you had a particular description or do you want me to, to share that?
4: I, I did not. So what, whatever. Okay. You,
2: yeah.
1: All right. Uh, well, then you see a uh, long-haired blonde, almost white. It's so blonde. Uh, shoulder-length, uh, thin-haired drow um, with piercing blue eyes and he has a very sharp look to his face, just a uh, 24 seven bitch face basically. <laughs> uh, and um, he's uh, tall, uh, taller than your average drow and and skinny and stands very straight with his shoulders back at all times. Um, and he uh, is this-
3: he obviously, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, if he's blonde, he obviously stands out. So Roger will acknowledge and lean into Victoria and whisper as subtly as he is capable of. I just need to have a distance.
4: You just need to have a what?
3: Have a
4: distance. Distance. Ah, gotcha. All right.
1: Uh, if you all would like to be stealthy to try to get closer or just to stay out of sight, uh, go ahead and roll
3: a stealth check. I will attempt this.
1: Could be worse. Ooh, nice. I'm
5: supposed to have the
3: yeah.
1: Ooh. <laughs>
5: yeah, go V or. But I do get, <laughs> uh, Fenner gets advantage on his. Uh, oh, uh, two <laughs> nines. <laughs> two threes.
1: What are the odds? All right. So, um, Fenner, I know you're trying to get a closer look. What What are the rest of you doing?
3: Roger is just trying to firm his way so he is within 100 feet of the one that uh victoria pointed out to him the blonde okay as blonde is a very unusual hair color for a drow so he notes that instantly and arrows in on it and is trying to get within 120 feet of that to cast wall of force
1: all right um vigorn what about you what are you doing
0: uh i'm trying to keep up with everyone and uh i'm not being very quiet about it though i'm trying to be quiet but (laughs) It's like the whole thing where you try to be quiet, but the more you try to be quiet, like, you know, you try to quietly leave (laughs) a room that your spouse is sleeping in and you just bump into everything. You step on (laughs) every crack, you open the door wrong. You know, just everything is going wrong. You you trip over your clothing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. And then what about you, Victoria? Uh,
4: Victoria would step into a nearby alley Kind of uh, take off her glasses, unbutton her shirt, grab the edge of her uh, cloak of the bat, and then fly.
1: <laughs> nice. Okay. Very cool. So, uh, Victoria, you are completely unnoticed uh, as you accomplish that easily um, within a, a dark corner. Begorn, um, uh, Roger, you're you're keeping out of uh, some distance, so you are also out of sight of this drow party. <clears throat> But as Vigorn and Fenner get a little closer, uh, Vigorn, you manage to uh, quickly run into like a merchant's stall stall with uh, pots and pans <laughs> falling all over the ground. Exactly. Immediately, <laughs> all of the drow look over in your direction, and Fenner, you were doing your absolute best to stay hidden, uh, but you are quickly exposed uh, being near Vigorn and. The party looks in your direction,
5: and being agitated, I probably wasn't doing a great job of uh, of being stealthy anyway. So.
1: Mm-hmm. the The blonde drow shouts in your direction. What are you doing skulking about there?
5: And is she specifically speaking to Fenner or to Vigorn?
1: Uh, to Fenner and Vigorn?
5: Well, this is a, a public thoroughfare, ma'am. Uh, is there some some problem with with sharing the road? And he will uh, continue to walk towards the, towards the group. Oh,
0: um, I, I think that's a sir, not a ma'am.
1: <laughs> it's confusing when the DM is a woman. <laughs> uh, so Fenner, if I recall, I don't think you are disguised as a drow. I believe you were disguised I, I as am a drow. Not, I, I am
5: not. I am not.
1: She looks over at Vigorn. Your prisoner is getting away. Oh, oh, uh. uh. Yep, hey,
0: hey, you, you, come back here! And I tried to grab uh, uh, Fenner's arm and I'm trying to do some kind of deception trying (laughs) to uh, fool uh, uh, this uh, I believe this is our former prison, one of our former prison guards.
5: Uh, Fenner will let Vigorn, you know, at least hold him and stop moving forward. Um, Is Fenner close enough to uh, to identify the person that he thought he might have recognized.
1: Make one more perception check now that you are closer in view. And uh, Vigorn, go ahead and make a um, deception check.
0: Yeah, this is going to be bad.
1: And Fenner, if you're trying to help Vigorn with this deception, uh, you you can assist. But if you feel like you are distracted right now, you may not.
5: Distracted right now. Okay. Particularly if this 29 tells me what I think it might tell
1: Okay. Um, Mine's okay. Yeah, that's not too bad, uh, especially for Vigorn, mm-hmm. uh, who's maybe not a master of deception.
0: Um, I think it's uh, my, my glasses with my mustache. <laughs> yes. Completely fooling them.
1: Very convincing. Yeah. You always trust people more with a mustache. So mm-hmm. the the guard seems to uh, feel like you're trying to clean things up um, and is waiting, still keeping an eye on you, but, but not... Acting at, um, uh, upon anything at the moment, Fenner, you immediately see that the the smaller prisoner is your sister to me, and she is one. Uh, she is bound with manacles and traveling along with uh, about four other prisoners in this group of of Drow.
5: And how crowded is this thoroughfare?
1: Um there are uh, let's say maybe 20 others in the immediate vicinity. Um but so fair, many- enough
5: that I would not want to make a scene right then and there in the middle okay. of a bunch of crowd. it. okay. Um so I'll turn it my back on them to help Vigorn pick up the stuff from the vendor and I'll mutter to him under my breath, that's my sister, they have prisoner. We are gonna go and take care of some business as soon as we can get to a more secluded venue.
0: Ooh, well, Vigorn is stunned by this revelation.
1: Do uh, you have everything handled here? Uh, oh yes, yes, we have everything
0: handled. Uh, you there, uh, prisoner? Get get to work. C- clean up this mess I made.
5: Yes, boss. Yes, yes, sir. I, I'll, I'll help. You. It was certainly my fault. I must have jostled you into that uh, into that yes, stand. I,
0: I don't spill things like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the drow uh, spits on the ground near fenner and uh, starts to lead his party away from all of you um further so let's say at this point you have made your way into uh the east mire district and you see that the drow are um started to head off in this uh, eastern direction um would you like to follow them or what, are, what would you like to do next?
5: There's zero chance I'm going to let them out of my sight. I might let them get as far as they can. So it's not obvious, but I'm going to end up following them till I see they go somewhere where it's a less crowded or more secluded, uh, you know, street that I might have the opportunity to uh, I, not knowing exactly what I was going to do, but just looking to where I might, I might not be seen if I lose control.
0: Okay. Mm. Uh, And where is uh, Roger?
1: So Roger, you said you were about 100 feet back behind just keeping an eye on it. I
3: just needed to close to a... So when we started this, you said we were like 250 feet away from... Roger knows that he needs like 120 foot range and so while all of this has been going on, Roger has been working his way closer to close into that hundred foot range.
1: And what about Victoria? Where is she at the moment in her bat
4: form? Yeah. So Victoria would be uh getting closer to that party. Um probably like tops of buildings and just staying out of sight, watching out for gargoyles and other like flying flying guards. Okay. Got it.
1: All right. Um, and uh, yeah, I with a 25 going... stealth check, you're you're mm. still out of sight for sure.
0: I am going to send my fly uh, back to Roger to uh sort of like indicate that he needs to move quickly. Uh, you know, so the fly comes over and just like starts pointing <laughs> it starts waving at him very to so move, move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like a uh, wave motion with shoot. the hand, like keep shoot. moving, Shoot,
2: <laughs> shoot, shoot, shoot
3: Oh, 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 oh yes, 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 yes. I'm moving. I'm moving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fly should nod its head and then flies towards me back to me.
5: And I'll ask as we're moving I'll ask uh, uh Vigorn for the bag of holding if he'd be willing to give it to me.
0: Okay. Uh yes, Vigorn is willing to give the bag of holding to you. All right. And
1: Fedor, was that to, so you could grab your your things as needed, your weapons and whatnot.
5: Yes, ma'am. Okay.
1: All right. So, um you watch the Drow party head further into the East Meyer District and uh, it becomes more of a neighborhood over time it, uh, less crowded from where the uh, the merchants were and you start heading more into a residential looking district where the buildings are more spaced out what does yeah. the party wish to cool. do here
0: all right. Um, I start whispering to Fenner. Oh what? Well, what are we going to do here? What's the plan? Should we? Should we try to get their attention again? Perhaps call them into an alley, and then take care of them. Is that for? Is that for? I don't know. What other ideas do you have?
5: That, the the most direct uh, method does seem best in most cases. So yeah, if we can yeah. get them to stop, this is in a neighborhood going to be less secluded, and and it should take longer for. Any kind of alarm to to raise, you know, additional help. So this is about as good as we may be able to get.
0: Yes. Uh.
3: Igorn hears whispered. Is here at this point. Bubble ready on blonde drow. We'll go (laughs) at your move.
0: Okay. Uh. And and I can message back to him.
3: Can respond to this message.
0: Okay. I can respond to the message. All right. I will say. Uh. We are planning on. Trying to get them in a dark alley where most of this will be out of sight.
3: Uh, Message in. Stop. (laughs) It specifically says a short message.
0: Okay. All right uh then i look at uh, fenner again okay i think we have to can we perhaps i think we should get ahead of them and then circle around if we can yeah. but perhaps if you you, you you are probably faster than i you circle around you get them ahead and then uh i will I, I will uh find a find a dark alley where they can get pulled into and uh signal to me and i will get them into that dark alley All uh,
5: right, general Dash or take the next street to the right to try to see if he can get to a parallel to to run ahead to see if he can identify any place that would be good for you know if he can the a squeeze play where we'd have them in between the me and the rest of the party.
2: Okay,
3: I will say at this point, Roger, as soon as they turn onto an even slightly darker or smaller street, <laughs> like he is not waiting for the rest of the party at this point. It's simply because of what he heard from Gordon, like, as soon as they turn down a dark alley, like, as soon as the street is any less busy than the main thoroughfare that they were just on, he is going to use Wall of Force to bubble the blonde drow. GM, however you want to handle that, as soon as, like, the the road is any less crowded, that blonde drow is going to get bubbled
5: general will be pulling his his shield and axe out of the out of the bag of holding as he's jogging down the parallel. So hey, if he hears something go on from from Rogers' viewpoint or from Rogers' actions, hopefully he'll be able to hear it and be ready to to circle, to loop back.
1: Okay, and uh, Victoria, did I hear you earlier as well?
4: Uh, so Victoria had been flying around the the rooftops, that kind of thing. Um, I I i mean that's up to she intended to get close i don't know how close that was when all this is going down
1: okay okay um so you're kind of like around the rooftops right sure okay gotcha
0: hopefully we're not stressing out too much dm yeah no 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 you're good um if if we need to stop here so you can plan this out uh we can do that
1: oh yes yes i am gonna wrap it up here um (laughs) <laughs>
0: because I think we we kind of threw a wrench in your yeah. <laughs>
1: no no this, this is just fine um okay. happy to take it wherever wherever you guys go so this is awesome all right so um you all find that the party leads its way down a quiet road where there doesn't appear to be any activity immediately at that point uh, Victoria you are fluttering about fifteen feet on a low rooftop um, above the party. You watch as uh, Fenner heads quickly around to the other side, blocking one end of the alleyway, uh, Vigorn and Roger on the opposing side. And uh, Roger immediately unleashes his wall of force.
3: Um, it's just a 10 foot by 10 foot by 10 foot cube right around on draw.
1: Right around the blonde draw. Very
3: good. Which I will say is a 10 foot by 10 foot by 10 foot. So Roger did not take into account whoever else might happen to be inside that 10 foot cube.
1: Got it. All right. We'll we'll do some rolls to see exactly how that ends up. But we shall do that in two weeks. So we'll be taking a break next week. Uh, and then when we pick up, we'll be right here at this interesting encounter.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All
1: right.
4: Looking forward to
3: it. I can't wait to see what happens.
4: because
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roger has no account accountability. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it went into a dark road. Boom.
1: Nice.
4: <laughs> nice. nice.
1: Okay. Very good.
4: Right. Well,
1: yeah. good stuff. Thanks, That's, everybody. It's, it's going
5: to be yeah. hard waiting two weeks.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The, I, a yeah there. yeah I, I think from what i saw the, the internet's slow on the ship and thank you for joining us tonight we hope you enjoyed the game the intro and outro music is titled battle and was created by Symbol bird and is licensed under the creative commons license you can find this music at soundcloud.com slash battle music was edited by me
2: see you all next week